my own personal advice is finding ways to keep active try and keep a routine as much as possible um not routine structure i think structure is going to be key to avoid boredom what i've been doing is working out in home um yeah i think working out at home taking walks making sure you spend some good time outside it makes a big difference as those one days which i've spent indoors and was my most miserable day um and then also go for social distancing walks although that might be legal but try it take a walk with someone you don't have to touch them they don't have to enter your house you don't have to enter their house keeps you sane check up on people um and yeah i've tried to keep a routine waking up in the morning like not sleeping until like noon or whatever trying to keep a structure having breakfast lunch dinner working out um yeah the most important thing is going to be your mental and emotional health I feel sometimes we look down upon ourselves and what we've achieved or even where we're at in our lives because we're always trying to prove that we're better than others. How about we become conscious that we're running our own race and that the only person we're in competition with is literally ourselves? And hey, at the end of the day, everyone is really just figuring it out. Welcome to adulting, or at least trying to. Welcome to the Figuring It Out podcast, and you are with myself, Gareth. And myself, Emmanuel. And this is episode number eight. Episode number eight. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of awkward because last week we did an episode on lockdown. <laughs> lockdown, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it, it's, uh, it was an almost lockdown, so who knows? <laughs> right. Who perhaps, knows? perhaps this week things might change. But right. um, bef- before the actual intro of the um, episode, that was... Uh, my sister Lindley giving her thoughts on some of the things you might do or consider if you're going through through a lockdown. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we appreciate all the feedback. Keep it coming and let's keep the conversation going. Right. Yeah. So this week I did something interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you and I don't recognize you, but anyway, yeah. It's fine. So I'm, I'm wearing a, a mask. Um, right now. And it's not because of COVID. I mean, it's partly because of the whole COVID thing, but it's really because I'm covering my chin, which I haven't seen in years. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so yesterday, I, I mean, I've, for a while now, I've been saying that, you know, I want to cut my beard, I want to remove it and start all over. Hmm. I just never was gutsy enough to do it. And then yesterday at the barbershop. Start shop, all over in life or dude, just it's just the a beard haircut. Problem. It's okay. not a metaphor. All right. It's not that deep. Just it's making sure. not that deep. Context. <laughs> yeah, so yesterday I was at the barber shop, and I told the guy to take it off, and and he looked bewildered. He, he was like, no, no. And we, we we went back and forth, and he finally did it, and honestly, it looked like he shaved off twenty years 
of my life. He, he brought a new meaning to born again. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> he brought a new meaning to born again. Right, but anyway, yeah. it's only hair. We'll go back. Yeah. But today we're going to be talking about, not hair, uh, we're going to be talking about entry-level CEO position. Right. <laughs> now, b- b- before we actually expound on that, uh, let's, let's tune in um, to Lindiwe, Lindiwe Siwande. Um, right. She's actually our, our guest for today, and you'll hear her just now. Right. But let's, let's listen to a piece she sent us a couple of weeks ago. Uh, stay tuned. You know, one of the things that I wrote in that application was um, that, well, in those applications, was that I wanted to, like, learn about legal systems, how they work, um, etc., in order to, you know, come back to my home country or my home continent and make a difference. Um, And then somehow that kind of like got lost along the way, especially I think like the first time that I came back to Malawi, that was like in 2014 for like um, my gap year between my undergrad and my postgrad. You know, I think I kind of like underestimated the difficulties of, you know, I think like it's really great that our generation is so devo- devoted to making a difference in the world. But I think we're also unrealistic because I feel like I came back with the idea like, okay, now I'm going to make a huge difference. And like, I saw this meme the other day that was saying like, you know, I'm not really looking for much. I just want to have like an entry level CEO position. And I think you had like touched on this like topic. Um, that like, you know, I think the pro- one of the major problems with our generation is that we want to achieve fast results without putting in the work. And something that we forget is that our parents worked for years and years, some of them decades, to get to the position that they are now. And we want mansions with like one year of work experience. And- Okay, um, that was that was very interesting, and also I yeah. really liked a lot that she had to say, especially that entry level CEO job. I, <laughs> right, right, right. I wanted that. <laughs> yeah, that, that that really, that I really resonated with that. Yeah. yeah so we, we've got Lindue on, and today's episode we're basically continuing from where we left off on. Was it our third episode? I uh, think I think it was the third episode. Yeah, we uh, were. To leave Malawi or not to leave? Exactly, to leave Malawi or not to leave. And I think a lot of our listeners had a lot of questions, um, yeah. were follow-up questions. And today our episode is basically just trying to tackle some of those questions. Yeah, tackle tackle those um, and just, I guess, dealing with the whole concept of, I think as you said, when you leave, you want an entry-level CEO job yeah. and just the expectations thereof. Of course, right now, if you want to leave, you can't leave because of the <laughs> Right. All these restrictions. You yeah. can't go anywhere. But anyways, Lindy, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, would you like to tell us your name and a fun fact? Not a fun fact. Like, what's, what's, your, what's your pet peeve? What's, what's the thing that really bugs you the most? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, my name is Lindy. Um, my full government names are Lindy Oisuande, yeah. if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> um, so a really, like a pet peeve of mine, 
is like the sound that like people make when they like rub their、um, fingers together. Oh, I like, hate like that、this? sound. Yeah, I hate that sound. <laughs> I absolutely hate that sound. I don't know why, but it really drives me. It just it just drives you crazy. Really, yeah. 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 I don't.、Like、we can't relate. We both died on them. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some some more than others. Well, yeah, yeah. Evidently. <laughs> so, anyways, as as Emmanuel was talking about earlier, that you know we had the episode where we were talking about to leave Malawi or not to leave, and I think for those who do not know you,、um, you're one person who. You know, you did leave Malawi, and for a considerable、right. amount of time. Yeah.、Um, would you like to tell us your story in terms of what that was like,、um, your experiences thereof, and just yeah, the general, the general gist? Yeah, sure.、Um, so I. I mean, it's not like you have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to? <laughs> As they put a gun to my head. Yeah.、No. Um, yeah. So I was born in Malawi. Um, yeah. And, but because of my dad's job specifically,、um, we started moving around when I was nine. So、yeah. when I turned nine, we moved to Zambia first. Okay. So、um, we were in Zambia for two years, and then after Zambia, we moved to Tanzania, and that's where I spent the vast majority of like my teenage, like formative years. Okay.、Mm-hmm. And then after Zambia is when I. Moved like to do my、um, higher level education,、uh, which was in the UK so and then、like、in the、college. US. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Okay. exactly.、Um, so from the period of like being nine until like twenty four,、um, I was outside of the country mostly.、Mm. Um, That's I, a pretty long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah.、Um, and I only came back to Malawi sometime in twenty fourteen. Yeah. After being away for that would have been like. Maybe ten years or something. Yeah.、Um, to do like a gap year between my undergraduate and my postgraduate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So、um, that's when you you came back to Malawi in 2014 after finishing your undergrad. Yeah. And well, I guess because we know you, you then had to go back to university for a, another year. Yeah. Exactly. In the, in the U.S. Exactly. And when did you like come back? Come back to Malawi. So I officially came back, I would say, in 2018. So after I graduated from my、uh, postgrad, which was in 2016, yeah, I stayed on in the U.S. for a little bit, which is where I did my postgrad, and then I moved to Ethiopia for another year,、hmm. and then、You're、after really traveling the world, yeah, global trotter, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, exactly. You、yeah. have to put all traveling on hold. Yeah. But、um, yeah, and then I officially came back in 2018.、Um, yeah. Okay. And what what was what was that like? Because I imagine, especially as you said, in your formative years, when I guess for most of us, our dreams, our ambitions, and essentially who we are, right, is being formed.、Um, was that not somewhat a little bit confusing? Like always shifting from place to place. Yeah, so there's like a specific term I think for people who spend the vast majority of their formative years outside of their country of like nationality. Okay. So we're kind of like called third culture kids. Okay. Um. So you spend like most of like your crucial years outside of your country of like origin, and I think like a lot of people like glamorize it a lot, like because、yeah. like you get to travel and like meet all these like interesting people, and it's great. 
Um, but like you said, at the same time, it's like quite confusing, particularly when you come back to your home country and you feel like you don't really fit in. Um, yeah. Because like, you know, during that time, people are like forming their friendships and then you kind of come yeah. in um, and you think that like you can like easily reintegrate back into the society and then you kind of get like a... Yeah. That's, that's Who not are how, you? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I'd I'd want yeah. to know. Like, my question would be like, how was it integrating back into yeah. the the society and meeting people that you met, I guess, when you were eight, seven years old? Yeah. How's that like? Yeah. Um. So I think, um, when I came back in 2014, um, that was like the longest period of time that I had been back because yeah. I was here for a year. Mm. Um, so I think like, actually, that's one of the darkest, <laughs> one of the darkest years of my life, to be quite honest. Um, yeah. cause I kind of like, I came back and I was like very excited. Um, I had just finished my undergrad and I was like, oh my gosh, I am going to change the world. I am going to change Malawi. Me, just me. Just you. <laughs> let's, 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 let's take this moment to laugh together. <laughs> <laughs> to be young and stupid, yes. Right. Um, so I had like these like great ambitions. I have yeah. like a law degree, like, um, and the reality of it was like, it hit me really hard because mm. I came back, um, I didn't really like have like a lot of like connections, which is also something that we kind of forget yeah. mm. that like that's something really important when you are kind of like breaking into like the like career world. Yeah. Right. So I just came in and I thought like all the job offers will be flying my way <laughs> and I'll be getting Again, like, <laughs> <laughs> like so many interviews. Um, and I came back and I was like, wow, Mm. This really sucks. Yeah. Um, and it just made it worse that, like, I didn't really know anyone. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like I was coming back to a country that was my own country, but I didn't feel like home. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's another thing that, like, a lot of third culture kids struggle with is this idea of home. Mm. Because, like, if you grow up in the same country at least you have like a certain attachment. Whereas like if you grow up a little bit all over the place, you were kind of like considered like rootless. So yeah. you don't really know like, where is your home? Like I literally sweat whenever yeah. like somebody <laughs> would ask me like, so where are you, where from? you from? And then like, I'd be like, oh, I'm from Malawi. And then they'd be like, mm, but like. You don't, you don't sound Malawi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what like, does that even, even mean? Yeah. <laughs> How does a Malawian sound like? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. 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 Um, and I also like, sometimes I get those questions here. So yeah. that kind of like adds on to this idea of like not feeling like you belong. Not mm. feeling at home. Exactly. So I think like for a lot of people, like in my position, their home is where their family is, where their loved ones are, yeah. wherever they are, like in the world, that's home to them. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, did you ever think, um, I mean, you left when you were nine, you said. Yeah. Did you ever think that you were going to come back to Malawi at some point? Or did you consider yourself to be that you've left and that you she know, giggled. She, <laughs> she wasn't expecting to come back here. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think? Yeah. No, but the thing is, I did because okay. like, <laughs> When I was applying for universities, even like I had yeah. this like in my mind that like 
I was going to uh, leave the continent and then come back to the continent and make like a huge difference after like my studies. Which part of the continent was the difference going to be made? <laughs> <laughs> just the entire continent, you know? Yeah. It's good just, to dream big. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So when I first came back in 2014, yeah. that was actually planned. So mm, I actually had already been accepted into like a legal practice program okay. um, in England. So I actually like, deferred or like well i canceled it um yeah. just to like come back and get like some work experience yeah was that um, easy to do like wait. it was very easy for okay. me actually yeah. because i had like plans to come back and i think my dad tried to warn me because he was like are you uh -oh. sure <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can picture that conversation yeah. so i was like yeah i mean i know that i have this position and i can come back but like i think i want to come back home and he mm. was like hmm <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I came back with like these big, big dreams and like big ambitions. And um, yeah, the reality was like different. Um, and yeah, I, I think like after that year in Malawi yeah. is when I decided that I didn't want to come no. back. <laughs> like, whatever, I am leaving. Yeah. I am definitely not coming to, back to this country. Yeah. I do not like this country. <laughs> I never want to step foot in this country. So, like, yeah. when I yeah. went for the second time, that was in 2015, to do my yeah. postgrad, I was like, I am staying. Mm -hmm. Wherever I am, I am You're fighting <laughs> to never come back here. Uh, but, so, yeah. so, so did that change because um, somewhere along the trajectory... Um, your expectations versus re reality, there was a huge gap. Was that, would you mm. say that was one of the main causes? Yeah, I would say that, but um, also maybe like I would add the fact that, again, I was coming to a country that was my birth country, but it didn't feel like didn't home. Didn't feel like home. Right. I felt yeah. like I was out of place. Mm. I felt like I didn't belong. I didn't have a friendship group. Yeah. It was honestly like one of the most depressing years of yeah. my life. And I never fight with my parents. And I fought so much with yeah. my parents <laughs> that year yeah. uh, for the first time in my life. And yeah. yeah, also I think like adding on to, I felt like I would come back again, like to this like entry level CEO position. <laughs> Um, where... Again, let's let's all <laughs> laugh together. And like, I was basically like doing like grunt work. Like, I was working in an and you, insurance. And you studied law. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, I studied law, but like. Did you think you'd be like right there next to the to your defense? Yeah, like. Oh yeah. <laughs> senior partner. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, like senior your partner honor, in, in a law firm. Like, no, can you um, please go staple this? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, you come back and like it's like, can you like type? this up for me or like can you staple this can you bring me tea yeah. or like whatever it is um and i was like this is not like what i studied like law for i'm not here to like but yeah she i gave you like two sugars exactly <laughs> yeah yeah so i think it was the fact that like reality just didn't um line up with what i had thought like life was going to be after university yeah um, right. So yeah. Okay. okay. So like you you did mention that you left for your post grad, and after that you you came back. I think that was what 2018, 16. Yeah. 18. 18. Yeah. yeah. So so you were back in 2018, and then there was this period where you didn't have a job. How how was that like? 
how frustrating was that? Oh, the period where I didn't have a job. Yeah. Um, so, to be like quite honest, I feel like you can't fight destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is yeah. the end of our podcast. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of felt like um, I was being pulled back yeah. to the country, mm. whether like voluntarily or involuntarily. <laughs> I think I was supposed to end up here. Yeah. And it just took me a long time to accept that. Yeah. So when I came back from that was Ethiopia in 2018, I you're like I didn't have a job. Yeah. And that was really difficult. <clears throat> but I think I was in a different mind frame okay. uh, than I was when I came back in 2014. So I had done a little bit more like growing up and realizing <laughs> that like I won't get an entry level CEO position. Yeah. Um, and since I felt like this is where I'm supposed to be, I was willing to wait to get nice. that job. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I think it also just like takes a little more like maturing. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I think it was a period of like six months yeah. where I was like unemployed mm -hmm. and it was difficult. And there were like times where I was just like, did I like make the right decision? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Should I like leave again? Mm -hmm. um, and that's always hard. Asking yeah, those yeah. Tough questions exactly. There's the potential of regret. Yeah, in the process. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, and so. I think like, yeah, just having that different mind frame really helped me like power through right. that whole process of like job applications, yeah. interviews, not hearing back. Um, and then finally, after six months, I got like my first job here and that was great. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So probably maybe as we as we wind up on this, right? Um, because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who, you know, they and, and we've all been at that place before mm -hmm. where, we, where we look at leaving Malawi as the final solution to like everything. Mm -hmm. um, I think last time we talked about how we want to leave and, you know, expect that we just like strike gold um, elsewhere, Literally. but we don't want to do the work in our country. Mm -hmm. um, but then you went through a process and I, I liked what you, what you said about like maturing and just even mm -hmm. the mind. How would you tell or how would you advise the, the young Malawian to say, um, Encourage, encouraging them to to thrive in their place and to accept because um, I think I think the challenge that we have is sometimes we view acceptance as weakness and defeat. 100%. Right. Um, but that's not always the case, though. Um, yeah. How, how, how would you like challenge someone who is finding it difficult to accept their current circumstances? Yeah, and before you answer that, yeah. I think I was speaking to one of my friends who's yeah. not in Malawi, and he was saying, you know what, sometimes you just have to take the L, which is the loss, and, yeah. you know, just, just come back and, you know, get back to basics. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, there's, there's quite a lot of people in that situation, yeah. Yeah, um, so I think, like like I said in my, in, like, the recording that you played before this, yeah. um, I think it's great that, like, our generation is really devoted to making a difference. Yeah. I think that that is something that's, like, really important. Um, and it's important for you to think of doing something bigger than yourself. Mm. Um, but, like, the advice that I would give is that you should look at yourself 
you should place less importance on your own, on, on yourself. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. And you should look at change as something bigger than you. Yeah. So instead of like going into it with this mindset of I'm going to change the world, mm. you should kind of like scale it back and say, okay, if I can just change my continent, and yeah. even before that, if I can just change my country, and even before that, if I can j change my community, mm -hmm. and then even before that, yeah. if I can just change one person, and then right. even before that, if I can just change myself. Wow. Right. wow. So yeah. right. I think like sometimes mm. we kind of put a lot more importance yeah. on ourselves. Mm. And I think we're that kind of generation, like that social media influencer <laughs> generation <laughs> where like we want to be um, chief, CEO um, of like our not own not, organization. Not even just CEO, but chiefs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chief operating officers of like our own like whatever like organizations, which is mm -hmm. great. But sometimes um, we have to recognize that there are steps that yeah. come before that. And trust me, like you don't want to be a CEO of an organization at the age of twenty, because yeah. there's a lot of learning that goes along yeah. the way. Um, even just like in life mm -hmm. that you would need in order to really make a difference. And I think like whenever you are like, for instance, like in a job position, yeah. it's better for you to think about how can I leave this position better for the next person? Yeah. So again, stop placing so much importance on yourself and look at change as bigger than you, basically. A lot of gems. Wow. A lot, a lot of gems. Love it. Yeah. Changing, not just your community, but changing yourself. And, right. and yeah, we would like to hear from you guys. Um, what, what's, what's been hard to accept? Um, do you think acceptance is weakness? Um, do you think part of changing um, the world is really just changing yourself and beginning with you? Mm. And we'd love to hear from, you know, some of your stories. Yeah. Um, some of your feedback and your comments. It's, it's very valued. And please drop a comment to, um, to my Instagram pages. Um, that's at Gareth Lupunga um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, and myself, you can find me on Instagram at Manze underscore guy. Yeah, as well as our Figuring It Out Malawi page on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as well, I think we should... Um, Lindy, we need to know your pages. Can we? Can you know your page? <laughs> Sure, uh, you, can, ready for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you can find me on um, Instagram, Lindy Love underscore, um, and then on Twitter, Lindy underscore Suande. Yeah, and you know, we'd like to give a big, big, big thank you to Lindy Way for joining us today. Yeah. Um, we've learned a lot. Um, so much. Yeah, from just your story, and it's been a very big encouragement, and I'm, and I'm sure there's a ton of people out there who have benefited um, so much. So thank you so much, Lindy. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so till next time, guys. Till next time. Um, stay safe and wash your hands. <laughs> Be clean. Yeah. <laughs>